0: Hey lovelies, before we get started, I wanted to give you a quick update on the black flutter dress. Through the magic of free returns, we are now restocked in every size except 16 and 18. Since I offer free returns within 30 days with also free return shipping, it's not uncommon for lovelies to order more than one size or more than one style and then send back whatever they don't absolutely love. The fact that this happens makes me so happy it really makes me thrilled because I never want to be the meh piece in your closet You know, I want to be the piece that you look forward to wearing every single time And that's exactly what happened with the black flutter dress I was sold out in almost every size, but then the return started coming in and we are restocked, baby! some of the sizes are running low and it varies from size to size because it's just based on what the returns were but as of when i'm recording this sunday night they are all there except for 16 and 18. i also want to note that whenever a return comes in it is thoroughly inspected by myself to make sure that it is in perfect resellable condition that means that there are no deodorant stains there's no makeup stains there's no you know, it's not even wrinkled i'll be re-steaming we make sure that everything is tip top Perfect, perfect quality for you to get it even if you are ordering something that was previously returned. I guarantee you if you'd order from me before, you've probably ordered something that was returned without even realizing it. If when you get to the site, your size is sold out, by the way, do sign up for the back in stock notifier. Like I said, they're all there now except for 16 and 18, but I don't know when you're listening to this. So do sign up for that back in stock notifier. This will send you an email the second it's restocked. So the moment a return comes in, you'll know. Check out the restocked black flutter dress before it sells out again by heading to impactfashionnyc.com. Enjoy the show. From Impact Fashion, it's Be Impactful, a show about the women making a difference in their own corners of the world. Yitzquit, and on today's special Mother's Day episode, I talk with my mom. We chat about how good things can also be hard, our shared inability to deal with free times, better and worse ways to fight, and I air some grievances. Getty is the only guest I plan on having back every year, and it feels weird to say her name because I just call her mom and she is among my favorite people in the world to chat with. So here's to a Be Impactful tradition where we check in with my mom every Mother's Day. Enjoy. Hi mommy, how you doing?
1: Okay, I'm good. I can't believe I'm doing this again. (laughs) Hi everybody, I can't believe it's been a year. That's insane. Yeah, how has your year been? Interesting. (laughs) Very interesting. Before I talk about my year, I want to tell anybody out there who is a teacher, I bless you. I want to tell anybody out there who has done Zoom of any kind with their children, I bless you. Anybody who has had to do Zoom for work, I bless you. It has been an interesting year for everyone, and we all deserve a pat on the back every once in a while. So consider this my pat to you. We are here, we are managing, and we're doing the best we can. So... Hi everyone!
0: Hi everyone. Was like the Most mommy opening you possibly could have done. Oh. So you have been. At, I'm trying to think now. How long have you been working from home since now? March? March was a year. March since of, March of 2020. So March, April, May. It's been so. It's been like 14. 14 months. months correct.
1: I've okay. been home for 14 months. How's that been treating you? Okay. So, um, the vast majority of it has been good. Here's here's okay. Okay. <laughs> I need a minute to collect my thoughts here. Um I have been employed. I have been getting a paycheck. Thank God nobody in my house, we have had we've been dealing with COVID, but nobody got seriously ill. Nothing terrible happened to anybody in my family. I completely get that. So in terms of how the year has been treating me, pretty terrific based on what's been going on in the world. Have I been absolutely positively thrilled being home for the past 14 months? Heck no. There have been parts of it that have been difficult and I don't mind. And everyone is like, oh my God, you're working from home. That's amazing. Most of the time, yes, but not always.
0: Okay. What about being from home has been? Being in the house day after day
1: after day after day after day gets a bit much. And even though... I, I mean, when you couldn't go out, so okay, you couldn't go out, but I make a point now to go out every day, but even if I go out for an hour or so, I'm still in my house for hours and hours and hours on end. And then I'll look up and it's like, oh, it's really nice out. And I'm in my house and I'm in my, and it's, and, and I have things to do, but I, So being in the same place day after day after day has been playing mind games on me, which again, I understand the good in my life that has been a part of this. But this particular part has been difficult. I I like routine. I would like to get dressed in the morning and go somewhere and have a day and then come home.
0: Right. And I mean, listen, obviously there are people who have had worse outcomes with all of COVID. I mean, there are obviously people who have lost loved ones. There are people who have lost uh, jobs and all of that. And in the grand scheme of things, um, our family really got out. Pretty scot-free Thank in the grand scheme of things. Absolutely. Um, but that doesn't mean that it can't also be hard. Right.
1: It can, I, yeah, absolutely. It can be good and it can be hard. The go, again, and, and I love my job. Don't, I love, and I love my house. I feel like I should <laughs> say that too. I really do love my house.
0: It's where everything. I don't know why you're laughing. I am laughing because this is a very you thing to say. No,
1: but it's true. It's not like I'm telling you, oh my God, I hate to be here. I love to be here. I love my house. It's where everything happens. I've been in this house for 30 years. Basically, my whole life has happened in this house. Well, not my whole life, but, you know, Most of your all the married family life. stuff. Yeah, the, yeah the, the, we moved here. I was married four years. I mean, Rookie was nine months old,
0: she's 30. Your rookie my older sister, everybody.
1: I've been in this house for 30 years. An awful lot has happened here. I love my house. I just don't want to be in it for 14 months straight. That's, that's not, all. That's not unreasonable. It's, you know, it, it's been hard. I, yeah. I'm, I have no problem saying it's been hard. And there's been plenty that's been good. Again, I am employed and everybody's well and, you know, it's fine. And I do have a house to be in. This is all wonderful. Being home is hard for me. For me. Okay. I I know other people who are going back to work, they are very not happy about it. And I understand that too. Plenty of people, you know, would have no problem with this. For me, this part's kinda hard. But okay. that's okay. You can you can deal. I have no problem saying something is hard if it is, but that doesn't mean it's not Why do you think some people have problems
0: saying some things are hard?
1: Because you have to pretend that everything is terrific. And you have to go, yeah, you know, my life is perfect, or, or I don't have any problems, why would I have problems, or you don't want to discuss it, or I don't know why, I, never, I was never like that, so I don't know why. But
0: <laughs> Do you think people are always like that? Because a lot of people say that that thing of, like, pretending your whole life is perfect, a lot of that is brought up as a problem with social media, which I know that you don't fully understand.
1: That's not that but... i was saying, that. I just, I don't care.
0: Right. You also, I think, to a certain extent, you don't get it. Probably there are lots of things about my work and just in general about social media stuff that I have to give you a whole lot of backstory on because okay, you're just not used I'm just to not it. Not a part of right. it, right? Which like, is fine. And but that that thing of everyone, um, you know, there's this concept that like when you're looking at someone's Instagram feed, for example, you're seeing their highlight reel, and people start getting depressed because they're comparing their life to somebody else's highlight reel. Right. And it's and it's always brought up as this problem with social media, which is not something that you're at all a part of. Do you think it's always been like that? Oh, absolutely. Oh, it's always been that way.
1: It's just now it's, it's just easier to be jealous of people cause they put it right out there for you. But it's, it's always been this way. You know, you'll see someone a, and, and they look like they have the perfect dress and the perfect kids and the perfect this and the perfect that. And, and you're going, Oh my God, how do you manage that? And then, you, and then they're not, they're just, they're just hiding it better than anyone. Everyone has something. Everyone has something. That's just a fact. Whether they share it or not, that's up to them. And that's perfectly fine if they don't share. I'm not a sharer. I don't, you know, I don't go, but, you know, when I'm talking, I have no problem telling my friends, yeah, this is what's going on. This is a problem. This is a problem. And this is what it is. Right. And uh, I just don't see that that's a terrible thing. Nobody's perfect. Nobody has to pretend to be perfect.
0: Lots of people think they do, though.
1: Well, that's, uh, I wish they wouldn't. I mean, I was about to say that's their problem, but. It's probably a larger... Is it their problem? I
0: don't know. I don't know. I think that to a certain extent, it probably is their problem. I tend to think a lot of things are other people's problems. Like, I... I don't know. I, I have very much a grin and it kind of attitude to a lot of these kinds of things, which has got me in a lot of trouble in a lot of different ways. <laughs> so, which you know more than that any true. human on the planet. That is um, true. Maybe with the exception of Sione, but probably <laughs> not. Um, and... And yeah, there, there is that element to it of, you know, is, is it everyone's problem? I don't know. It's, well, there's always like, there's the water that you swim in, right? There's the, whatever, have you heard this thing? There's a, um, a guy goes over to a fish and offers him and offers him some really great water. And the fish says, what's water? Oh, cause he okay. has always, right. lived, in always lived in water. His water is just there. No, I never heard that. Um, Ever. yeah, I butchered it, but it's something along those lines. Be okay. like the fish goes, what's water? Um, and it's the water that you swim in, and it's just, you know, if that's what's around, then that's what's around, then, t- you know, to what extent are we responsible for the things that we surround ourselves with?
1: Does that make any sense? I don't know. I guess so. I don't know. Ha- I don't know. Happiness is a choice. Does that have anything to do with what we're talking about? Do you think about? so? Absolutely. Oh, 100%. I be- I think some people are, people have different temperaments. Okay. I am by nature more easygoing. True so i think that lends itself to being content it's easier for me to be content than it is for somebody else who might be you know more anxiety prone or whatnot because i am i am in general pretty laid back but i do believe that happiness is absolutely a choice i could give you two stories of my life i could tell you version a of my life where you would say oh my God, I don't know how you stand another minute. How do you manage all of this? And I could give you version B of my life where, I, where you're going, oh my God, how did you get so lucky? I can't believe you have all of these wonderful things. I choose B. When I'm going through, right. I always choose to look at B, which is why I can say, yes, it is hard for me to be home, but in the scheme of things, it's fine. It's right. fine. I'm not actively miserable. I mean, maybe you would know that better am I actively miserable? I don't think, I
0: don't think you're actively miserable. I think there was definitely an adjustment period yes, absolutely. for you, especially because like you because your job is in the city and there was like a big part of your day was going there and being a part of that whole group of people, you love all the people that you work with. There's a, right. there's a huge camaraderie there that doesn't you can't replicate that through Zoom and, and all that. It's not the same as being the same office with people and also you have always worked with people like even though this job is somewhat new ish in the grand scheme of your career, I guess we could say. Um, then, but you have always been in an office with other people. Like the uh, the COVID adjustment for me was really not that much of an adjustment because right. my the people who I work with have always been remote and right. and the things that I do have always been somewhat solitary. And I've never played well with others. I much prefer to work alone. <laughs> so for me, it, it there wasn't that much of an adjustment there. I and hear then, that. and your entire day was everything offended. Just got blown
1: up. And also another thing was. So my office has been incredible about keeping everyone informed about what the plans are. Right. Just really amazing. Open and and here's what we're thinking and here's what we're doing and this is why we're thinking it. It's been fabulous. They kept giving us new dates. Right. They kept pushing it off. So first it was, I don't even remember, I think There was August, one point that it was July 4th? I think one point it was July, July and then it became August. They just kept pushing it off and then at one point it was January. And they told us in the summertime, oh, it was July 4th and then in August, and then, then, then it became January. And then in August they told us, okay, we're not going back in January. We're going back in October. October right. And when they, told, when they said the, the January to October, that was the hardest one for me. Because until then, it was always like a couple of months. It wasn't it was like, okay, another two months and okay, another yeah. two months. But then from January to October, I was like, oh my God, this is real. That's when it finally hit me. This is not going away so fast.
0: I had the same thing around the same time. It was when we hit January. When we hit January 21 that I couldn't wrap my head around, oh my God, we've been dealing with this for basically a year. Because, I mean, it all started in March. Right. Um, and also, it you know, it, it all started in March. And then January and March are not that far apart. And it was like with the changing of the calendar and all right. of that, I was like, I am truly, someone actually asked me around then, like, oh, how are you? And I was like, honestly, I'm truly shocked that we have been dealing with this for a year. Right. It, that was when it, also it messed with my head around that so, time.
1: So in January, so that took me a little time. And that's when I was like, okay, so we're going to be here a while. And for whatever reason, I don't do well with a lot of free time. Okay. We can accept that now for better or worse. If I have too much free time, I'm like, I should be doing things. I've been so busy for so many years that when it doesn't happen now, I'm like, well, what should I be doing? What should I, I, should be, I need to be, and that's why I went back to school. Right. That's when I decided to go back to school because. To go back. For my back, master's. To, go, to back, go back, back to school. Back, back for my, I, just to fill everyone in, I had been working on a master's degree. I had to stop it. I only had four classes left. And then, because of the job and the traveling and variety of reasons, I couldn't do it anymore. So I stopped. And I was like, okay, fine. So you stopped. And so then I was like, oh, I'm home now. And I have all this time. Classes are given by Zoom. We're going back to school, which also kept me busy. Right. Now, I wish that I could be content being less busy. I think it would make my life a lot simpler if it wouldn't bother me so much. It's like, free time, free time. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I would like to work on that, which i hopefully will over the summer.
0: But right now it is what it is. So I went back to school. If anyone ever wonders where I get it from. <laughs> anyone? <laughs> Exhibit A, everybody. Yeah, I, I think that also, you. well, you, we're very alike in this way, is that if I'm, and I think I have it to a, clinical degree like i'm way worse than you at this <laughs> where i'm like if i'm not actively working on something it's like why are you lying down you should be working on something you should exactly. be making something to the point where i literally break myself and then you yell at me to go lie down and right. we rinse and repeat exactly. um, for the most part but yeah that's also if i'm reading
1: at four o'clock in the afternoon there's bells and whistles going on in my head what are you doing this is not reading time working time it's this time it's that time go shop go this go that you can't and and then again, there's that little voice going, just sit and read. What's right. the big deal? But it's just, it doesn't come easy.
0: Right. Yeah, it, that does not come easy to either of us. And the difference between you and me is that you'll have that feeling if you're reading at four o'clock, and I'll have that reading if I'm reading. I'll have that feeling if I'm reading at eleven o'clock. No. Be like, what are you doing to finish? But I, I think I'm growing out of it a tiny bit. Maybe well, that's good. I hope I you know. do, because I mean, me too, because it's I, exhausting. It's exhausting. Um, I hope you do. Yeah, and also it's Fiona's a big part of that, because he's like, would you just sit still for a second? <laughs> For the love of God, <laughs> sit down. Um, and that is effective. So Yeah. So that, that certainly helps also with going back back to school. Like why was it why was it important to you to finish? You've said that you said now that like you wouldn't leave your job if you know when you finished this master's no, so if you did it, whatever, and that was a part of the reason why you stopped it in right. the first place. Um, why is it important to you to finish?
1: Because I started it, and I'm so close to the end, and it just seems silly not. Because because my life is now set up in a way that it is possible. It wasn't possible, and I wasn't really upset about it. Because it was, okay, I can't do this now. Okay, we'll move on. It's fine. Again, choosing happiness. It's fine. But now the situation changed, and I can finish it. So why shouldn't I? You never know where life is going to take you. You never know. I, you know, I've said it more than once. This is my road not taken. Every I think I said this last time. I'll repeat it. I haven't my my college degree is in English, which I never really used. This master's that I'm going for is in library sciences to be a librarian. I don't know if I'll ever use it. This is this is my road not taken. This is I love English. I love books. I absolutely could have seen myself being a librarian or teaching English or not teaching. I would make a terrible teacher, but um. But just doing something in that world, but that's not the way things worked out. So this is, I just feel like I was so close to being done. Right.
0: That We're it, really close.
1: I am close. So it didn't make any sense. And hopefully, God willing, if we do this annual thing, hopefully by next Mother's Day, I will be able to tell everyone I'm done because that's the plan. So we'll see. <laughs> so so we'll,
0: we'll see how it yes plays
1: out. I'm telling everyone now that is the plan and hopefully it'll work out that way.
0: I want to talk about something that Bobby actually says a lot. Bobby is a Yiddish for grandmother. It's my mom's mom. Um, and she always talks about, because we, we're hearing a lot about COVID divorces. Okay. People who quarantine. The Gateses. I can't get over the Gateses. <laughs> I want to know what happened in that marriage oh, so badly. Oh, it
1: sounds like it's been bad for, from what I read, it sound, looks like it's been bad for a while. And they were just waiting for the youngest to, to grow up. Oh, Their to grow youngest college? is now 18 oh, and that going actually makes away
0: sense.
1: to school. So. I was so it's like yeah things haven't been great for a while, but we kept it together. For but the kids. they kept it together until the kids went or out of the house. That's that's okay, what, that, that's what I think.
0: Happened. Okay, that kind of makes and I sense think to me. that
1: they're keeping it real. And also another thing in the article, which I thought was really fascinating, they're keeping it super super civil. Like they're not getting nasty for two reasons. First of all, they got plenty of money to go around. Yeah, like nobody, cares. there is nobody. You know what's a billion between friends? So <laughs> that's fine. And they want the Nobel Prize. They're, they're angling for the Nobel Peace Prize.
0: Oh, the so, two of them together. Yes. So they can't so they do that. If they're killing beha- each other.
1: Exactly. They need to behave. They still understand. Where did you read this? I forgot. I might have read it online. I don't remember. They still understand. These are still two very intelligent people. They've they,
0: always been two very intelligent but people. But
1: they understand that they still have value being together. They said their foundation is still going to work. Right. They're still working together still on gonna the foundation. Work
0: together. Right. They're going to keep
1: all that philanthropy stuff the same cuz i think they're angling for a
0: nobel prize. Well, good for them. Yeah, i hope they fine. get it. They've yeah. done plenty of of good stuff. Either way, going back, covid divorces. Maybe <sighs> theirs wasn't a covid divorce, but i wanted to Kelly Clarkson so. was a Corv- was a Corv- was a covid so- divorce. Right. They well, also, she moved a freaking um like production studio into the house. I would not be thrilled oh, if she moved. That. She was doing her show from her house. Oh,
1: i didn't know So that. there
0: that's like camera people and that, oh, I, I, I don't know. But that, I don't, was, that was a COVID divorce. Who knows what really goes on in somebody else's True. house. But I, But we want to very, very bad. Because <laughs> we are yet to sometimes. Um, something that Bobby says a lot. She says hard things are not stressors. They are magnifying glasses. She says this also about getting old but you okay. just become more yes. of what you, you are. You become
1: more of what you are, absolutely.
0: Which is very, I think is very, very true. That's stubborn true. people get more stubborn, and nice people just get nicer, and absolutely. nasty people just get nastier, and that happens absolutely. As because
1: as you get old, you get tired. And so the energy that it takes to hide that, you just don't have it anymore. Or you just think, screw it, I just don't care
0: anymore. Right, and yeah. And then that's it. And then, yeah, I, I hear that also. So there's been a lot of talk about the... Um, and I was actually talking with, um, with my friend Rachel Tuckman about this, who's a therapist. I don't know. Okay. I, you wouldn't know of her, but whatever. Okay. Um, and, and I was talking to her, I was like, I don't understand COVID divorce. Cause like, it's a, it's a finite thing. Like we will eventually be out of this. We're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Right. So like, why would you do, why would you, you know? Okay, fine. So you're not great in each other's face 24 seven. I get it. Very few people are, <laughs> but why would you Throw everything away for that, and she also said something similar that these that these things just exacerbate problems right. that are already there. Absolutely, I'm curious what you think about. I'm I'm curious what you think of, about how all of this falls out about you know when hard stuff happens in a relationship. And how you and how you handle that? I feel like we should note that you and Tati have been together for what, like thirty-three years. Thirty-three or this? years. February was thirty-three, right?
1: February was thirty-three years. I don't really understand the question. How do we deal with hard stuff? Yeah, Is that the I mean, question. Yeah, we just deal with it together. It's I I don't. It's so second nature to me now that I literally don't even know how to answer the question. Well, that's not helpful. Um, I'm trying. We do medical stuff really well. That's true. We have spent. We were taking care of my mother-in-law, of Oma, my mother-in-law, for 18 years. We dealt with my father and his illness. Um, You just kind of look at each other and go, what needs to get done? How are we going to do it? Now, trust me, people. Remember the first part about saying things are hard and it's okay, things are not perfect. We can fight like cats and dogs, just like everybody else. I think it's normal. I actually think it's healthy. If we, I think when you stop fighting, that means you stop caring and you just don't care. You know, if you don't give a damn, then you don't even bother. So yeah, we have, we have our share of fights. Absolutely. I have no problem saying that, but I don't know. We just, at this point, I can't even explain to you how we do it. We just do things just, cause let me think. There are certain givens. There are, there are certain things that are just viscerally understood. Like we're going to get through this. We're going to get through this together. Nobody's leaving. Nobody is packing their bags we are just going to take whatever the issue is and figure it out. And yeah, we may have different opinions and we may fight or we may, or we it's just going to take juggling or whatever it's going to be, but we're going to figure it out because there is
0: no other alternative. Does that does that in any way answer your question I think so I think so I don't see the thing is that it's not that I don't agree with you I mean I mean I'm not anyone to be giving marriage advice my, my <laughs> tiny self me so like really I should just shut up and let you talk but I think I, I hear where you're coming from that if that if divorce is not an option then you just figure it out
1: it's it's just not even I, I, I... I don't know. Try to ask them question again. Let me see if I can.
0: <laughs> no, there's no way to ask it. If that's your answer, that's your answer. That's I the way. That's Do you think my... that there's that there are good and worse ways to fight? Yes, absolutely. Talk talk to me
1: about that. Good and worse ways to fight. Oh, 100 um, uh, percent. You just everybody knows everybody's sore spots, and you just you keep it just keep it clean. Don't get nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep Play it clean. Fair. Play fair. Now that doesn't mean keep a clean language wise, because you know if you if you gotta drop the f bomb, you know do what you gotta do. <laughs> do what you do what you gotta do when you feel the need. Um, but yeah, every you know, everyone know the only people that know what happens in a marriage are the two people in the marriage. Nobody knows what goes on in anybody else's marriage. Right. That is that is absolute. You know. That to me is is basic, so I don't know. We, we fight the way we fight, and then I've heard people fight. They were shrieking at each other like lunatics, and then they've been married for forty some odd years, and and because that, that's how they manage it. And you know, we didn't. That's not what we do. And it's everyone has their way, right, of dealing with it. And then at some point, maybe I'm having such a problem with this because at this point, at thirty three years, we pretty much. We pretty much figured it out. It's not, you
0: found the groove.
1: Seriously. I mean, what is there to fight about anymore? I mean, it's not, we have little tiffy arguments, but nothing, nothing really all that exciting. You've covered all the major
0: life excitements. Nothing really all
1: that exciting. (laughs)
0: Seriously. I
1: don't know. And then it just, and we're on the same team. And then that's another thing that you just know. Right. At the end of the day, we're on the same team. There are things that nobody else on the planet knows except the two
0: of us. Right. Well, it's like that with every relationship.
1: Exactly. But that's the glue that holds you together. So when you want to kill him, and trust me, I have wanted to, um,
0: that's what holds it together. Okay. I hear that. That makes sense. Okay. One of the things that you like to say a lot, going back to what we were talking before about, you know, being home with COVID or whatever, is that good things can also be hard. Yes. What do you mean by that?
1: Everything uh, this goes back to people trying to pretend that they have a perfect life and they have no issues and everything is wonderful and everything is terrific and Everyone has something everyone has something and there's nothing wrong with saying yes. This is really good. Yes. I'm at home. It's very nice I can wake up later and not have to put on you know all my dressy clothes every day Which uh, sometimes it's nice to get dressed up, (laughs) but it's hard. It's hard for me to stay home. Making Pesach is hard
0: You make Pesach by the way I have this bone to pick with you, which I know I've done off camera, but I'm going to do it on camera. Okay. And this, you're going to laugh at me. I feel like you did not make a big enough deal about the pain in the butt that it is to make Shabbos every week. For anyone who is not familiar, Shabbos is the Jewish day of rest. It's at the end of the week, starts Friday night, goes to Saturday night. There are lots of things that you don't do on Shabbos. One of them is cook. So if you are going and you have like big family meals and stuff like that. So you got to do all your cooking for Saturday, for Friday night and Saturday, by f- like before Friday night happens. You got to prep it beforehand. This is a major pain in the butt. It is annoying and it takes a long time. And, it, and I find it to be incredibly difficult. Lots of people find it to be incredibly difficult. Really? Do they? They really. Do you genuinely not find it annoying, or do you just deal with it?
1: Both. It's not a big deal. See, this is
0: frustrating. Because I was... I always thought... Other
1: people told you that this is a pain in the neck? Yes,
0: everybody hates making Shabbos. Really? This is a thing. I promise you this is a thing. I don't know. It's just you. So... so, as everyone can hear, <laughs> my mother never really thought of it as a very big deal. You just got up and you did it. And right. you never really, and when other people would complain about it, you would be like, I don't know, it's really not such a big deal. So then when I got married and I started doing it, I was like woefully, completely unprepared <laughs> for the three-hour thing that is taking off, like, and also for me, I was like taking off time off of work to do it. So the scheduling of it, I'm not getting up early to make Shabbos. That's not happening in this lifetime. What well, was your first problem. Yeah, I don't do early. Well, that's mornings. your
1: first problem. See, this is uh, that's not that's not a Shabbos problem. That's a you problem. I don't want
0: to get up at six o'clock in the morning to make Shabbos.
1: That's your problem. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you can't have it both ways. You can't wake up at nine or ten and think that you're going to put in a full day's work and get Shabbos done and not be a and not be a stressed out wreck. It Doesn't work that way. So I have learned. Okay, I don't know. You had to do it, so you just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Shabbos was never a big deal, but then I mean, I don't make. 57 ingredient things either
0: i always kept it simple Shabbos takes three hours to make yes yeah yeah i was not prepared for this this is my bone to pick with you okay I, i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> yeah. i feel like you should have freaked out more freaked so out that out. i was more prepared i will, I, will try. I know that makes no sense but this is how i not feel not a shit <laughs> but okay if that's what you think okay that's what i think okay and you're so unfazed by this you're like you no
1: mm. you just have to you know you just have to do what you have to do so i did it it was fine but i didn't realize i don't even oh god it was years ago charney do you know what charney is this? charney is
0: my oldest okay i am the third of four i've got two older sisters oldest is charney then there's rohi underneath is yehuda that if you follow me on instagram you've seen him pop up a couple times he's at yehuda cooks if you want to follow him he doesn't really post, so though.
1: charney said to me once i always remembered Waking up Friday morning, because Friday morning is when I got up super early because I had to make Shabbos before I went to work. So, Johnny said, I still remember waking up Shabbos morning and the house smelled like Shabbos. Because the, the fish, the soup, the fish, whatever it was. Because you had it been up going. since the crack And of the I war. went, oh. And I thought to myself, it's so interesting because I just woke up early because that's what fit my schedule. And that's what worked for me to make Shabbos and have it done. And so I can continue on with my day. I had absolutely no intention of creating childhood memories. That she would then tell me X number of years later. And I just found that so interesting. That something that I did nearly out of convenience, like you don't even realize. See, I still
0: can't wrap my head around the fact that getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning was the convenient option. It was the only option. I had to get to work. It was the only option. I I had to get to work. I understand.
1: Okay. So you got up, you did what you had to do, and then I went to work.
0: See, this is why I spend lots of Shabbos eating by my mother. I don't, really, I don't make Shabbos on a consistent basis because this I cannot wrap my hand around. But yeah, you're right. It's 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 crazy how the things that you don't intend to be big deals. Right. Turn into your children's childhood
1: memories. Right. And I was like, I don't know. I, it just it struck me. I was like, that's pretty amazing because that was so not my intention. I just needed to make Shabbos so
0: that we could keep going.
1: You know, so that I could then my day would then continue.
0: Right. I'm still annoyed about this.
1: She probably doesn't even remember. I'm sure Charlie doesn't even remember saying that to me. Um, you're still annoyed? Okay. Laundry's not a big deal either. <laughs> Laundry's <sorry. laughs>
0: Laundry, I'm okay. See, here's my laundry story. We um we only just recently got a a washing machine put in our apartment which was very exciting, <laughs> let me tell you. Until then, I had been bringing all of my laundry here, which we did for three and a half years or so, right. and laundry was like this two-day event that needed to happen. It involved like three suitcases and every single piece of clothing that I owned. It was a whole to-do, and then we convinced our landlord to let us put a washing machine in the apartment. It was very exciting. Fun fact, it takes about two months for that excitement to wear off. But I also don't find laundry to be that big of a deal.
1: Yeah, laundry than uh-huh. never work. Although I have to say, I do not iron right i i have literally set up my life so that i do not have to touch an iron i wear shells they are washable you will never see me in a blouse they need to be ironed (laughs) my dressy clothes get sent to the dry cleaners i so you know that's where i draw the line right no ironing for me but the laundry itself is not a big deal i hate changing sheets Sheets doesn't bother me so much. Oh God, I hate changing sheets so much. Folding sheets, oh God.
0: Oh, here's how you don't fold sheets. They're the devil. Here's how you don't fold
1: sheets. I know, you take it off and you wash it. And and then then you you put put it right back back on. Yes, I know. But then you're under
0: pressure because then you got to have it done. No, the worst feeling, the worst feeling is at the end of a very long day, you go to your bed and there are no sheets on And there are no sheets. That is the absolute worst feeling in the world but we deal with it when that happens.
1: Okay, so yes, yeah, yeah. so I would I would rather do the folding which I hate and not be under pressure. Although not, now pressure it might be the wrong change because now I'm home because of the whole COVID thing. Right. So that's actually been an advantage cuz it's really simple to do laundry when you're in your household. Right. Long. So it's yeah, it's an
0: interesting thing. You mentioned your dressy clothes and it and obviously pops into my head, a, a good chunk of your dressing clothes are now from my line. Oh, absolutely. Um, which is, I guess, a fun perk for, for you. It's but... an amazing <laughs> perk. Are you kidding me? A lot of people, when I, sometimes I will say that there's a dress that you particularly love. And usually when I'll say that, um, people will tell me, well, she's your mom. Of course she loves it. Oh, no. <laughs> I tell you when I hate stuff. There's There's
1: plenty of the things you made. I just, I just don't like, I would never wear them. I just right. don't like them. I don't have to like everything. No, you don't. And I don't have to tell you I like everything. <laughs> Again, no perfect lives here. No, no, no. When I tell... I Rifki absolutely knows which dresses I like and which dresses I don't like. Right. And if there's something I don't like, I will tell her why. Sometimes it's the, it's the fabric. Sometimes it's the whole design. It's i don't have to like everything no no, no when i tell you guys i like something it is absolutely legit
0: <laughs> i feel like after this we should um we should make a list of your of your favorite pieces that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna make a i'm gonna make a collection of my mom's picks that okay. are there so far i'll put it in the um in the show notes and it'll good be idea. really easy to find it I'll in the outro i'll tell you what the exact link is good uh, idea so that you can see the ones that you really like should we make a collection of the things that you really hate also. It's
1: up to you. That's, uh, you know, I don't mind sharing. That's completely up to you.
0: <laughs> Anything that's not on that list, you know, earned its, yes. earned its spot. Um, why do you think it's important? This feels like a stupid question, but I want you to talk about it anyways. Why do you think it's important that you tell me when you don't like stuff? Because there are plenty of people who give out, like, participation trophies, right. and you never bought into any never. of that. And Oh my God, there are so many reasons. First of all, because
1: you'll believe me. If I tell you everything is amazing and fabulous and terrific, that is worthless. That is useless information. Because if I and, and, and I, and I'll tell you not only that I don't like something, but why I don't like something. And you don't have to agree with me. You have had plenty of dresses that plenty of people have bought, which are terrific. If that's what you like to wear, go for it. It's not, not my taste. Um, yeah, you have to believe me. And you have to... What was the question again? Give me the exact wording.
0: Participation trophies and your thoughts on that kind of thing.
1: God, that's the worst. Okay. There are going to be winners and there are going to be losers. That is life. Life is not handed to you on a silver platter. You need to work hard. You need to... And sometimes it's still not going to work. You can work like a a crazy person and it's still not going to work. That's just the way it is. As... Another way we're throwing Bobby in here again. It's not fair ends in the fifth grade. Yeah. After the fifth grade, it's not fair no longer applies. So when you're playing soccer, there's a team that's going to win and there's a team that's going to lose. And if you lose, you lost. You don't get a trophy for that. Makes me crazy. Makes me absolutely crazy. Um, I've And I've always been this way. When I was in high school, they started a thing where there was no valedictorian and salutatorian. Everybody spoke at the graduation.
0: Oh, my God, really? All graduates spoke.
1: Now, my year, not a big deal. There were like 13 of us. So, big freaking deal. Other years, there were a lot more kids. But that wasn't even the point to me. If you have spent four years completely excelling in high school, guess what? You get to be valedictorian. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't see anything wrong with that. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's that's me on participation trophies. That's me. <laughs> but you have to believe me. If I don't tell you the truth, right. how are you ever going to believe anything I say?
0: Well, Would yeah. you even want
1: me to tell you that I love everything?
0: No. Seriously. Would you want me to no. just tell you? No, I definitely wouldn't want. There have definitely been times when there were things that I really liked, and it would have been nice if, you really like them, also, because when I'm designing, which is always happening in your house in the room that we're recording right. this right now, um, usually when I need to take a step back, I'll usually take a step back, and then when you have a minute, you'll come and take a look with Correct. me, because because I do value your opinion. It is a good opinion, um, and we do have similar but slightly different tastes, right. and and you are just a good sounding board. Thank you. Um, so in that in that respect, there have definitely been times when there have been things that I really liked, and wanted you to like them also and you didn't
1: okay. um
0: but it was usually it was usually things that didn't happen in the like in the muslin you didn't like them and then when i brought it back i don't think that you loved the blossom dress originally i'm trying to think this one right here i the, couldn't
1: imagine it
0: yeah it, because the, the, the muslin problem was completely is different. the
1: muslin muslin is a very stiff fabric right and this is this is a very loose design Right. So it's very, it's much easier for you because this is your business Right. to visualize what that's going to be. Right. So it was harder for me to visualize it. But then once I saw the dress, it was, oh, right. Okay. I get it now. So right. because this is, this is why you're the expert and I'm not. Right. But so sometimes there's that. There's that. Yeah. I'm trying
0: to think of what were some of the other things that you really didn't like.
1: Oh, you didn't like the one with the stripes and and the and the fluff at the, the bottom. Yeah, it's blue, called the Julia dress. The blue that one was awful. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like that at all.
0: Yeah, that one did really well. one <laughs> <That was, laughs> did really, really well. It's called you know. the Julia dress. It's a color block dress that has um, brocade and solid sections. I still have a handful of sizes of it left on the site. I not think the I the
1: one with the not. No, it was going this way. Yeah, the one that's oh, going across there is called the Julia yeah? dress. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Um, the one that had, like, a little ruffle on the bottom? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and called Julia. And it the had Julie... a ruffle
1: on top, too, no? Or am I... Uh, no?
0: No, it never had a ruffle oh, on top. Okay. It had a solid section across the top. Yes. Hold on. This dress. Hold on, everybody. Well, you
1: told me not to move. Otherwise, I would have gone it myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. We can't make too much noise. But this one. Uh, intermission while Rifty looks through racks. This one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like. It's the Julia dress, everybody. Yes. I'm not crazy. Uh, yes. Yeah, that was also some, one that, that you didn't love, didn't. and that one did fantastically well. Okay, so that's fine. Right, but it's it's also it's nice to to have a completely different um, to have a completely different view on something. Also,
1: many years ago, I went shopping, and somebody in the neighborhood had a basement, a clothing store in her basement. Every single thing looked like stuff that she wore. Okay, it was all black. Um, it was just it was one basic idea. Right, and that was it. And you don't have that.
0: Well, yeah, I further really to not have that.
1: Right, which means some people are going to like this and some people are going to like this. Right. And that's fine.
0: Right. Yeah, I hear that. That makes sense. Yeah. The most common question that I ask everyone wants to know what I think about what what you think about the fact that I've completely taken over this room.
1: This room, oh what <laughs> that was fantastic why what do i think about you taking over this room everybody wants to know like
0: are you kicking me out
1: no why would i do that
0: because maybe you want the okay in your house, so guy. what everybody
1: needs to understand is here's what everyone needs to understand this room has always been an extra right it was never a functional bedroom it was never a functional bedroom if you're a Harry Potter fan, it is the Room of Requirements. Yes. When the kids were little, they had we had computers set up in here, so they were able to do work. This is where the science fair projects happened.
0: This is where it was an extra rec room for upstairs. Right. And when I first started sewing, when I was 10, this it, was where the machine naturally exactly. landed. And then it grew from there. This
1: room just was always the extra thing. Right. Whatever it needed to be. So now it's your office because everyone's out of the house. I don't need this as a bedroom. Right now, I'm not going to say it would. You know, if everyone came for Shabbos, Yeah, it's not that it wouldn't be nice, but it's it's workable. Right. It's very very workable the way that it is now. Everyone also needs to know I have a six bedroom home. Right. So her taking this one room, I've still got five bedrooms. So right. there's plenty of room. So it's fine. Am I thrilled that your crap is all over the house all the time? Not always. The basement would be
0: nice. if. Yeah, yeah. the basement is kind of like the overflow. I store extra fabric the there. The basement, you know, if you could and... deal
1: something with that, that would be kind of nice. Yeah, that's probably not going to happen anytime, soon. I'm sorry. I, I'm aware. I'm aware. <laughs> but, yeah, this room is, is fine. I don't need, you know, it's always been an extra. Right. So it's the The, the, the high-riser lived here yeah, for like to 20 my years. Yeah, you know, it was never... There was a
0: point in time about... When did Yuhuta and I repaint here? When did we pick up the carpet? That was like three years ago? Two years ago? Maybe two years ago. There was a point in time about two years ago where it had been like kind of half-functioning there had been extra furniture in here right. and that kind of stuff. Right. And we did take a look around and Yuhuta and I saw that, like, the carpet that was here was gross. It was we was disgusting. We needed to get rid of it. Was it. Awful. Um... And we had been talking about doing other stuff, and we were like, we could really turn this into a really great workable, functioning studio space. Right. And that was when we got rid of the high riser and we got rid of the um, the, the armoire. Right? right. We donated both of those. Correct. And um, the bookcase. Yeah, the bookcase fell apart. The on bookcase us. fell apart. The bookcase literally fell apart. I know, on us. it almost know. killed you, Yes, I am aware. Um yes. yeah, that was bad. It
1: didn't owe us a minute. We we those were the bookcases we bought when we got married. So. Yeah, yeah.
0: so and that bookcase we tr- we moved we tried to move it a half an inch it completely and lightly like, fell apart. Shelves just completely right. collapsed into oh, well, yeah, that was bad. Um and then that was that was when we really changed this over and Correct. that was when we put up a lot of shelving and, and moved over. That's when it became and, your studio. That's when it really like became yes, a thing. So. Absolutely. Yeah, and you got a paint job out of it, so...
1: Yeah, it's fine. But I didn't need... Again, I have plenty of room. Right. I have the room that I need to live here. Right. So it was a, It was always an extra. And the room looks way nicer now than it did before. Yeah, You know, that... the carpet is up, and it's a nice paint job, so it'll be fine. Right. When you don't need it anymore, so we'll buy some beds, and then it'll be a bedroom. And then we'll stick it back in. Then, and then, we'll... then,
0: then it'll be... Honestly, for the first time, it'll be a, a real bedroom. Right. We'll also be the first time that you would ever even need it right you know, like we've had i'm trying to think we've had charlie and Brooklyn sleep here at the same time right absolutely yeah and we could absolutely and, and scotty and i are in the neighborhood so that's right not exactly a problem. which is why it works right that's why it works yeah so it does work because there's you know there's room for see, all see people i only take a little bit of advantage just a tiny bit i didn't say that <laughs> <laughs> i said it wasn't a problem it's two
1: different things no it's fine it's all good it's all good because i also know because here's another thing i also know that if for whatever reason one day I said to Rifki, This isn't working anymore, I kinda of need the this, I kinda of need the that, it would be fine. It and
0: would, it would be it would be okay. Right. It would be fine. And also I know, and this is this is something that also I think is I think I, I think I think that people underestimate the value of this. I know that if it was a problem or I would if tell anything you. was a problem, you would tell me. And that's why we can ask for stuff. Because right. we know that if it's you know, there's this, I, I was about to say unspoken, but it's actually quite very clearly spoken. If this is something that you, whatever the thing is, if this is something that you can't do, let me know and I'll go somewhere else. So that means that when you get a yes, it's a real a yes. A yes is a
1: real yes and a no has a very good reason behind it. Right. Right. It's not, I'm not trying to be difficult. I'm not trying to say no just for the sake of saying no. I can't. Right. I really can't. And if I can, okay. Right. Fine. But I, but but if the situation would change, I would have no problem saying to you, I need the room back. Right, and then you would be
0: okay. And then I would be okay, and then I would and then find a different place to. You would deal with it, right? Because yeah. I know you would deal with it, right? But, but right, I would move it out and right go other place, whatever. But everyone's kind of happy with how it says. Also, if I work here, then I can raid her fridge for lunch, which Correct. is not to be underestimated. Correct. So that's... that's another thing about being at home, that's not so great.
1: Because I used to cook on Sundays, and then it sort of took me through the week, and so I wasn't thinking about it all the time. But now that I'm
0: home every day... The hordes are eating you through all your food. It's
1: not the hordes are eating. It's like, oh, okay, fine. I don't need to do this. It's like I get lazy on Sunday. I don't need to do this now. I can throw it together on Monday.
0: lazy is what Sundays are for.
1: I'm not good at that, remember? I know. It's a problem. So now I do my homework on Sundays. It's much better. (laughs) I am in so much of a better headspace if I'm doing homework on Sunday. See, Sundays I never it's, had a problem it's, with. I'm crazy. I understand this is a problem. I
0: Sundays I never had a problem with because, especially since I got married, I tried my hardest to not be working on Sundays right. because Sundays is also when he's not working right? for the most well, part. Well, that makes sense. So, and, and it was, like and otherwise we're, we both pull really crazy hours.
1: But I didn't say I was working. But when I was in the city five days a week. Right. Sunday was your day to do the housework stuff. Sunday was my day to do everything else. Right. So
0: it wasn't, it's not that I'm working no, on Sunday Sundays. is for sleeping late and watching stupid amounts of reality television. No. Yeah, see, this I need to teach a, you how to do.
1: Yeah, I'm a terrible, terrible, terrible binge watcher
0: terrible you do you max out at like two episodes it's pretty funny two maybe three only but like after three you're completely three bleary-eyed. after
1: three i'm like no i can't do this anymore because nobody spends four hours watching tv four hours five hours this is crazy this is insane I'm it's wasting too it's wonderful time. mommy i know i see i have to get better at this right. maybe we just need to find you better tv no that's not true because schtissel was amazing i still have to watch that oh my god you must oh my god <laughs> i haven't gotten around to it yet loved it it. Are you fully
0: caught up through the yeah, third yeah.
1: season now? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, no, I'm done. Okay. I'm done. That, How yes. many episodes is it? It's three seasons. Okay. Ten episodes a season. Oh, that's not too bad. Maybe 12. That's not too bad. I think the third season was nine, something in that range. It's okay, not bad so at all. Okay, so it's like
0: 30 episodes around. It's
1: not bad at all. It is phenomenal. I loved it. But okay. I can't do the whole sit down for and watch a half a season at a time
0: really three is pretty much my max yes. that's that's where you max out which means i'm basically not a binge watcher no, you're think. not no, no, I'm no not. You're no you're not a bit i think well what is at what point does one need to be considered a binge no i would i would call three episodes three i've done three yeah i would probably call it. i'm trying to and think i'm of, talking
1: what, about hour shows half hour doesn't count
0: no no half hour doesn't. speaking of half hour shows by the way i am watching the good place now i'm in the middle of the second season it's brilliant okay so my half hour
1: show that is actually on now now it's called breeders it's on fx anybody who has a family beyond hysterical but i have to warn you the language is a bit uh the language is is yeah there's language <laughs> there's there's definitely language it's a british show it's called breeders it's basically about how a family deals
0: with being,
1: being a, family, a family and i just find it hysterical
0: yeah, so it's Fiona I and I's two main quarantine shows. We did The Walking Dead from the very beginning. Okay. Which he had been watching when we first got married. That's a commitment. It was a huge commitment. I, I stopped at the... There was a point in time when we could have also started watching Fear the Walking Dead. That was a spinoff. That was like after the fifth or so season. And I was like, I am not continuing. Right. I'm not adding in another thing. So we stuck to the main series. Come to think of it, we're, we're a little bit behind now. So that was the thing. The other thing we did was The Office. Okay. Have you ever seen The Office? Have you ever actually watched it? You should watch it. I should watch it. Steve Carell's is freaking brilliant. Okay. It's
1: so my good. COVID watch was, this is an old show, it's The Good Wife. Right. Which was on CBS ages ago. I knew the story. I had seen enough of it you that I knew the, the, the story. You had seen the end of it, right? I had seen pieces of it, too, but I had right. never watched it from beginning to end. Here's the thing. This was in the days when a season was 22 episodes. This was a commitment. This was 17. Seasons of twenty two episodes. It took months because once again, don't watch more than like two or three. I don't even. Think, I don't even know if I ever watched three episodes at a time. But it was fine because I was stuck in the house. <laughs>
0: so you could. Do so it.
1: might as well. So I. That was my like long form. Right. The thing. other thing that
0: we did was The Americans, which you told us to do, which was so bad. good. Loved. It. That was. I told good. you that one. Yeah. Also, and I told you Orphan Black. Yeah, but Orphan Black, I did it by myself. Did that by I myself. think. Here is my piece of relationship advice. <laughs> You need together shows, and you need apart shows. You need shows that you watch together, and then you have... It's like you can end your day watching the show together. It's lovely. And then you need the shows that either the other person isn't home, or you just need some time, like alone time. You need apart shows, because you need shows that you can watch without needing to catch up the other person. And here we go with everybody. Nobody knows what goes on in a marriage, except for the two people in it.
1: Because... Me and my husband don't have any together shows. You don't have any. There, he, I can't even think of any show that you would. No, not even watch TV. Just watch the sports. He watches sports. Right. He watches sports. Right. And to me, it's background noise. And I yeah. could not possibly care less. I could not possibly care less. Yes. And he doesn't care about my shows. And that's fine. Right. So if you have your together show. Yeah, it's, it's nice to like end, the, show,
0: and, and end the day watching the same show. Good for you. We don't do that. We don't. we don't do that. I think that the that the apart shows are very important. Yes. This has been very fun, mommy. Oh, are we done? We're done. Yeah. Oh my goodness! This is <laughs> this took like two minutes. It really did. Okay. Uh, the usually I ask people like where they can like find you because but you're just you're just you my all know mom. where I am. <laughs> <You're just laughs> <my> <laughs> You
1: all know where I am. You all know where I live. <laughs>
0: no, nobody knows where you live. I try to keep that oh, somewhat. Okay. I, I mean, it probably wouldn't be too hard to figure out, but please don't okay. come. Okay, I appreciate um, that. I appreciate it. Um, um, the last question I ask you is that I ask everyone who comes on the show. Okay. And, mommy, what does it mean to make an impact? Oh,
1: God. What does it mean you to. You knew make... I was going to ask you. I this. forgot. <laughs> it's been a year. What does it mean to make an impact? Do your best, be nice. Be nice to people. I like that. Do your best. How do you make an impact? That's what I'll go with. That's how, that's how you make an impact. You take your little part of the world and you just try and 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 make it a nicer place to be. I like it. Thanks for coming on, Mommy. My pleasure. I'll see you all in a
0: year. <laughs> <next time. laughs> Thanks for listening. If you'd like to see my mom's curated picks from the collection and the list is not as long as you think, view it at impactfashionnyc.com slash collections my-moms-picks. The Be Impactful podcast is a project of Impact Fashion, the clothing line I created because I believe that we are all deserving of the beautiful things life has to offer. See my designs that are available in sizes 2 through 24 by going to impactfashionnyc.com access all of that by swiping up on the cover art. There are currently 13 people listed by Ora Agunote as a recalcitrant party. View their names, photos, locations, and details of their cases by visiting getora.org recalcitrant parties. The episode art was designed by Michelle Moses. Original music composed by Nissan Fatman. This episode was produced and hosted by me, Rifki Yitzwitz. Catch me on Instagram and Facebook at impact.fashion.nyc. As always, here's to making impact together.